0: Back again with the NHSportsPage.com weekly podcast, and this week it's sponsored by uh, Steve Paulette Photography. And Tell us a little more about Steve Paulette Photography, Dave Haley. Yeah,
1: Steve Poulet is, uh, is good enough to reach out to us. He's from Guilford, so he's from the greatest town in America, and is good enough to reach out to us. Uh, we don't take new business from Rochester, by the way. Just want to let everybody know, please, don't even bother. I'm not doing it. But from people from Guilford, more than happy to have you advertise on our website and celebrate you and Steve is a football coach over for Guilford Belmont, and uh, he has a, an ad, uh, excuse me, a deal right on our website: twenty percent off senior photos when you use a coupon code NH Hoops. Um, you can see his website right here uh, on the on the uh, the podcast you clicked on. You'll see it right there: STPP. It's ftpphoto.com. So, I want to thank Steve Puliot. Uh, he does a great job with senior photos. Uh, they do weddings. Um, they did a picture of you, I think, flexing with a chair one time and anything that you want. Uh, they do a terrific job over there. You can speak to that as well,
0: can't you? There's many pictures of me flexing with a chair, so that could be just about anybody in the world. But uh, the best ones came from Steve. Yes, that's true.
1: Yeah. Well, what what were your feelings when you found out that New Hampshire Chronicle, that we haven't talked about this, is rerunning our episode next Tuesday? Are you, Are you excited for the world to see you once again? And walking around a ring with a microphone yelling at spectators. I'm, and, uh, I'm excited
0: I, I'm excited for people because they get to experience that in high <laughs> definition, which is really the only way to do it, if we're being honest. It must mean they like, uh, is
1: this our Sally Field moment at the Oscars? Does this mean that Harris Chronicle likes us? Do they really like us?
0: I, they, it, run it again. It's possible they were all tired uh, at MUR after the primary and just needed two weeks without doing anything. So <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> they uh, Grab so. a tape. Oh, there's one. All right, go ahead. <laughs>
1: I know. it's so good. Man, we had so much fun with, with, with Sean McDonald and the whole crew over New Hampshire Chronicle. They could not have been better to deal with. It. And they did such a terrific job. So if people, uh, EVR it next Tuesday night, if you haven't seen it yet, uh, but they're rerunning our episode, which is, uh, which is really, really, really good. And then all of a sudden it goes real dark in the middle, and then it gets good again at the end. So if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. Exactly. And that would be your wrestling. But um, today is a big day on the website. We named the rosters for our senior and underclassmen teams to play against BABC for, we have so many new, because seniors leave freshmen come in and people are, you know, we look at our analytics, people are find New people find us every week. But what basically happened to sum it up is the New Hampshire Vermont game of which you and I covered three. Did we covered three of those games together. Two
0: or three. Yeah.
1: Two or three. Um, really kind of was struggling. I'm going to, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and blame Vermont. How about you? You want to just go with that? Yeah, they're awful.
0: Vermont. Vermont. They're barely a state. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> okay. So, so
1: that game was really kind of dying down, and it, it got to the point where, to, to no fault of any of the people in New Hampshire, were trying because I know how hard they worked at it. But it got to the point where you had kids playing in like early July, sunburned. I remember a couple kids hadn't picked up a basketball in two months, and. You know, a lot of kids, I remember one kid didn't play at the last minute because he had to go to work that day. And so we said, look, let's do this and do it right. So these games, which we began last year, are one week after the championships at UNH. Uh, the championship games at UNH, Division One, Division Two, are March 21st on Saturday. The senior games, which we're not affiliated with, but it's a fun event, is on Sunday. We're going to start practicing these two teams uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, Thursday night of that week, there's going to be an open-to-the-public uh, scrimmage. Between the underclassmen and the seniors. I right now put the underclassmen uh, minus six over the seniors. Wow. Which is a bold move. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll give you the rosters. And then the game will take place at NHCI on March 28th, on Saturday afternoon. So it's one week out of season. So it's really just kind of we've, uh, you know, extended the season by, by one week. It was awesome last year. I think it's going to be way better this year. So here are the rosters. They're up on NHsportsbase.com, but I'll go through them real quick. The senior team is coached by. Um, my good friend, Lauren Lucas of Oyster River, uh, your good friend as well, terrific coach. Rob Fossey of Summersworth is his assistant coach of both championship coaches. Uh, the senior team, Ryan Grajalva of Exeter, Justin O'Neill of Bedford, Noah Timmer of Keene, Cal Hewitt of Portsmouth, Rylan Canabano, point guard from Concord, Sammy Stoffenecker from Scenic Regional is another Stoffenacker coming, by the way,
0: another one. It's you put I thought it was just Miscene. We're saying regional now.
1: Yeah, no, just throw it sort of right. right in there. What do All you right. think? Like Plymouth Regional and yeah, like Colebrook Academy. something you know, what I mean, it's kind of. I don't feels. care for
0: that. Just say Miscene. Come on.
1: Okay. If you're Thank yelling you. me
0: about Muscoma Valley, then Miscene Regional. Come on. I don't know which I don't acknowledge that word. <laughs> say,
1: uh, Char- Charlie Adams from Hanover. Uh, our guy Joe Morell from Oyster River. Uh, John Williman from Lebanon, Brendan Choate from Nashua North, who was uh, one of the best players on the underclassmen team last year, Shea Shackford from Pembroke Academy, Drew Brown from Pelham, and also returning to the team, Derek Crowley from Pelham. Mm-hmm. We did name Matha Kipka from Conval to the team, but family vacation.
0: Ah.
1: Okay. So he, his dad is one of the nicest all-time guys. You'll talk to him, he'll resent his for the rest of his life
0: for that. No? <laughs> Probably.
1: Probably not. Yes. No. yeah, Dad's terrific. Let's talk about the underclassmen team. And what a coaching staff. Nick Vissette of Epping, another championship winning coach. Uh, Jeff Bowman of Timberlane, who does such a good job with those kids over there. Uh, Timberlane's in the wrong division, but he's an excellent coach. And uh, Sam Natty from Lisbon. Now, are you familiar with his work?
0: Uh, Sam now. Wasn't he a golfer of some note at one point?
1: Once or twice. Yeah.
0: That's that's all yeah. I know him from though. I know, does he coach basketball?
1: Coach of America's team, the Elizabeth Panthers. Oh, of
0: course he is. Yes, that's right.
1: And uh, his roster, uh Jake Kidney of Monadnock, Royce Williams, excellent point guard from Trinity, Matt McCool of Sauhegan just had 32 points last night. Coleman Brewster of Portsmouth and the NH Sports Fades Seacoast team, Matt Lammy of Bow, who's had a terrific season. He's a sophomore. He's terrific. Dylan Santasuso of Bishop Girton Joey DeSilva of Wyndham, who was the leading scorer for the underclassmen last year. Kingsley Breen of Dover. Go ahead, just a
0: fight McGuiness. One of three. Okay. We only need three. I think, <laughs> I think I'm just having three on the team and see how we do. We'll probably win.
1: I was with Josh. I was with Josh Morris that last night because I went to the Phillips Exeter tailgate game. He goes, "Who's McIsaacat? And I go, e- "He's three kids." So, very confident in those three kids. Been, been recruiting uh,
0: very hard. <laughs>
1: Brett, Brett Morelli of Conant, who has just been fantastic this season. Jacob Gibbons, another member of my team, of Exeter, has also been fantastic. Nate Kane, who we wanted to have on the team last year but wasn't able to because of uh, lacrosse he's able to play, though. Nate Kane of Nashua North and Curtis Harris of Nashua North. So, we had a, a watch list of about 50 players and really. Worked really hard to kind of whittle the list down. So um, we're really excited about the event, and uh, congratulations to each of those guys. And you never know, we may have a kid drop off and a kid be added, so look for that as well. Kyle Duby came onto to the team late last year from Merrimack Valley. But, uh, but we're really excited. We'll have full coverage of those games and on video, of course, and all that good stuff, and uh, a lot of stuff leading up to previews, probably do some video from the practices and all that good stuff. So we're really, really excited about it.
0: Yeah, the I I like that the uh, you know like uh, the coaching staffs have all worked together previously, so that's uh, that, that's some good continuity on the GM of the yeah. uh, the team's part. That being you, Dave Haley.
1: Yeah, I, you know uh, Jeff Bowman uh, had Nick Fissette under him at Timberlane, and uh, and of course Rob Fossey was an assistant coach at Summersworth for Lauren Lucas, um, and they're very close as well. They work really well together. So you know, I, for me, it's fun to be able to to talk to the coaches. For the record, because I can tell there's some brewing hostility between you and I. I can feel it on the phone line. I let President Cronin know he had an open invitation to coach a team at any time in the future. I'm just letting you know. See,
0: what I was told was the opposite. Was You called him and said, <laughs> you will never coach this team. Not as long as never. I'm in charge. Never.
1: <laughs> I could coach any team. I could be playing tic-tac-toe in a tournament. If Jim Cronin wants to coach, I'm all for it. So um, so we're really excited about it. And, um, yeah, we think it's going to be a great event. And we, we, we hope to get big crowds again to support the kids because we got a chance to think these teams have a chance to play. These, you know, BABC out of Boston, Leo Papil, who you and I had on the podcast last year. He just worked for the Celtics. This is a big deal. These are some of the best players in the country. Che, uh, Shai Odom played last year for BABC against New Hampshire. He's now playing with uh, LeBron James' son out in L.A. So, I mean, like, these are big-time players. coming. Remember Matt Cross last year? Uh, who committed to Miami? He had like 32 in the game. So these are like big time players. And remember, uh, Dave Bonner, um obviously Luke, Becky, and and Matt's father was at the game last year, and he's like, "This is great." So we're we're really excited to bring that good of a program and that level of competition against the best players from New Hampshire. So we're excited about it.
0: All right, should be a lot of fun. Looking forward to it.
1: All right, so let's get to the game. So what we're going to do today is a little different. We're going to go very quickly through the games. We're not really going to comment, and then we're going to spend 25 minutes on the fact that somebody stole my daughter's breakfast from Dunkin' Donuts.
0: My goodness. You know, I know some people in the state police. I can have them sit in on this segment if you want, if you want to give a statement.
1: Oh, don't you think Jay Dara and Nick Fassett are on it. I got a detective and a a state police officer on this thing. So you get the the Dunkin' app, and it's right down the road from me, and my little girl, my 13-year-old daughter, mm-hmm. who, you know, went through a traumatic experience in a championship
0: game. Of, with of having, you, of having you coach her. Yes, that is traumatic. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I get her every morning. She gets a her sesame seed bagel with cream cheese and a bottled water so she can have a bottled water through the whole day. Dad gets for $4. It's all it costs. And what happens? Someone takes it from her. So yes, no breakfast. Out of her hands? And we were late to school. No bottles of water for the whole day. So whoever you are out there, you, you better believe me. I hope you enjoyed. I, I, I'm sorry life has been that tough to you that you're stealing a kid's breakfast and water. You just walked up and grabbed it and took it and walked out of there. Was this taken yeah. right out of her hands,
0: or how did this happen?
1: No, the Dunkin' app, you, you order it, and then when you go, it's waiting for you, and it says David H., you know, it has your account, mm-hmm. and it's sitting there, and we do it three times a week or whatever. This is like what George Costanza had the Twix stolen from him at the dealership on Seinfeld, which is one of the all-time great. The cookie lined up, the candy lineup. up. Yes. I'm, I'm prepared to go to those lengths to find out who stole my daughter's breakfast. Is, is,
0: is it possible somebody, there was a misgrab? Because they, No. They, they, no, it's, it's not possible.
1: Joining.
0: Here's the thing, man.
1: If I walk up and you got your veggie, you know, bagel or whatever, and it says Justin M on it, I'm not taking it because it's not mine.
0: I was say, are you it,
1: unfamiliar with the Dunkin' app and how it works?
0: Yeah, I, I just, I, I just walk up and order stuff. But I, I, is it? I was gonna say, is it possible? It's very early in the morning, but you don't get up before like ten, so I it wouldn't be that early. No, it was, um, was
1: seven forty. That's not before early. school. So <laughs> no, somebody just stole it and took it. Yeah, no. So I will find you. You know, I will, I will find that person. I will hunt you down till the end of days and find that yeah. person who stole oh my daughter's breakfast. Did
0: you, did you did you not just order her another breakfast? Did you made her go Poor hungry?
1: Steve, Steve Pulley going. I sponsored this seriously. This is what I'm sponsoring. You Some guys screaming about it. You, you,
0: you didn't just get line with that. Can I have another bagel? Mine got stolen. You just you made her go to school hungry. That's I feel like he went in.
1: You're okay. burying well, the lead life, here. Thank I think. you. Good life lesson. She went in to get it. We do this all the time. She went in to get it. It wasn't there. I said, "What did you say?" She said, "Nothing." She goes, I figured we were going to be late. I said, no, no, no. What you say is somebody took it, they'll have a record of it, and they'll make you one. So it was a good life lesson. And uh, I told her, I said, no, you can't sit there this, and just say nothing.
0: This kind of sounds like when Bill Simmons made his daughter starve after they didn't win a soccer tournament on a yeah, this, four-hour ride home. <laughs> this, this
1: is that, except the exact opposite. I'm trying to feed my child. That's and I paid for it. So I paid for some jerk to heat a bagel that I bought for my daughter. So that feels good, too. That's great. Good times. Good time. He ruined this. I don't want to get.
0: We really did do 25 minutes on it too. That's kind of amazing. Thank
1: but you. All right, <laughs> let's get to it. The red hot Alvin Broncos at home against Dover. How about that win? Liam O'Neill, another member of my Seacoast team, uh, hitting a three at the buzzer. Uh, honestly, on Instagram, we got I, last I checked over 1600 views on the video. Somebody else's video, but we put it on our um, our s- Instagram page and, and awesome. So Exeter goes down. What are your thoughts on that?
0: Well, it had to happen sometime, right? And uh, you know, how many how many games in a row can you win? And then uh, uh, you know, a buzzer-beating three. You figure that's how somebody was gonna get them during the regular season, right? It was it was gonna have to be something like that on the road, last-second shot. I, I you know, credit to Alvin, they led the whole way. It sounds like, but if you were gonna get Exeter, that it sounds like that's the way. And uh, Whitaker almost got him a few weeks ago, so it, eventually they had to lose. But what a, what a streak they had!
1: Yeah, I let's look a little deeper into it. You know, Bedford really went toe-to-toe with them last Friday night. And, you know, there were a couple calls at the end of that game that I know Bedford's not happy about. I know you have zero uh, compassion for that. Uh, but
0: How dare that's,
1: you. that's what I was told. And, and then Alvern does the same thing but finishes the job against against them last night in Hudson. So I, I think, honestly, what are people seeing? What did Marty Edwards and what did Mark Elmendorf see on film um, that – that gives you a little exposure to extra. We just covered extra last week. I know those guys are, you know, watching our film uh, as well as I'm sure others uh, as gold level guys. And what are they seeing on film of where you can attack extra? And that's the fun thing about Division One is everybody scouts, everyone adjusts. If a kid starts the season off scoring like 22 points a game, like teams are going to game plan for that, and you're going to have to react to that, and you're going to have to come up with something new. So. Um, I think it's something to watch. You know, Teams are. Exeter's still the team to beat, no question. And you're absolutely right. It's not a shocker that they lost. Alvin's a good basketball team, and D- D1 it, it, it has a lot of depth. But I think people are seeing something about Exeter on film, and I think it bears watching. Uh, by the way, I'll take hey. uh, Alvin at home, over
0: over. By the way, this is this is seven days after Dave Tech said, nobody's beaten Exeter. Nobody. Nobody's even going to come close. Now all of a sudden, you're, okay. you're Dr. Jack Ramseying them. <laughs> because you have happened, flip-flopped hard my friend because i've watched
1: it ding bat and i can see the teams are adjusting bedford was right there with them and then alvin i don't think that's just coincidental and that's just sort of a random act i think that these teams are game plan fact, mark mark elmendorf and marty edwards are two very very good coaches they watch a lot of film they prepare their kids very well and i think they saw something and you're not supposed to say what I say in our private text messages because if I did that to you, your career would be over so in 30 seconds.
0: So, you, so you're flip-flopping on your prior statement. Okay, just so I have that on the record. I'll take Dover we'll because – Just
1: pick it This is, this it, is the most combative podcast and, ever.
0: I know. You came guns blazing. Well, I know. It, it's sorry. like it, it's, it's like you think I stole Allison's uh, bagel.
1: I, I have a public apology to make to you, too. I'm, I'm dead serious on this. Really? I want to apologize because one thing I teach my daughter and I say all the time is you need to admit when you're wrong, and I'm wrong quite often, so let me admit to you. Kearsarge is far away from Cobra.
0: Yeah, see, see. Thank you. It's far away from everything. I'd go to more Tearsarge games if it was near anything. Tell Camper sorry. to pick up that school and move somewhere else. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
1: Picture take me John Cusack with a, with a with a radio over my head in your driveway.
0: I'll I'll take Gabriel. I'll take Dover on the emotional letdown from Alvern Plus, uh, I roll with my boys. You know how I you know how I pick games with, with my with my heart, not my head.
1: No, that's a really good game. Uh, Bedford at home against Portsmouth. Another really, really good game. Bedford's playing well. Uh, Portsmouth was scared the other night. That was a really fun game. Um, I'm going to go with Portsmouth on the road, uh, but that's that's a really good game. I wonder if Bedford can score enough if if that game gets into the 60s, 70s. I know Justin O'Neill can, but. Do they have the secondary scoring to beat Portsmouth? I'll go with Portsmouth on the road, but that's a, that's a really good game. Was, people should watch the highlights tonight that down game the other night. Nicole did a great job. It was a it was a really good overtime game.
0: I will take uh, the Clippers as well. They've only lost once this year, right? So it's uh, yeah. until, until further notice, I'm picking the Clippers.
1: Okay. BG at home against Nashua South. Uh, this is a terrific game. I'm going to go with BG at home. I would take the home team in, in this one. Uh, B G is what, twelve and two right now? Uh good win over Dover uh yesterday. I'll go with B G at home, but this is another terrific game. These are two I, I believe two of the top six teams in the division.
0: South was red hot until they uh met Winneconnet yeah. and lost by a point uh two nights ago. I'll you know what? I'll take them to bounce back here. Uh even though both teams are pretty uh pretty hot. I'll take South to bounce back. I'll go with I'll roll with Pete Terrier and his Aba Bada.
1: Yeah. Uh, he had so much fun over Nashua. He was just telling me all the people that recognized him and stuff like that. He Pete is Nashua, true and true. He really is. That's right. Yeah, Campbell is playing very well right now, and they are playing Conant at home. This is another really, really good. So, so today in the, in the column I did bracketology, kind of a sneak peek for Division Three and Division Four. Tell you, Campbell as a Guilford guy. I don't know if you knew that. I went to Guilford High School. You may have mentioned um, it once or twice. Okay, and. If I'm the one seed, if they're the one seed or the two seed, I don't want Campbell in the first round. I'd rather, I just rather see somebody else yeah. put it that way. I think Campbell is – excuse me, not in the first round. It would be in the quarterfinals because Guilford, top two seeds look like they're going to get a bye. But Campbell is uh, is a coming right now. I'll take Campbell at home over Koenig just because I don't know if Koenig can score enough to, to beat him.
0: Yeah, it's, it's Koenig's going to make the playoffs, right? How many teams in uh, D3? They're, yeah. they're going to stick – Yeah,
1: yeah. So, so the, I wrote about this today. The fact that I even have to finish. think
0: about it is crazy.
1: Well, they could finish – I mean, they're, they're definitely in. So what I what I put today is the 14 teams that are in today are in. Like, it's done because Franklin's that 15th team they're not getting in. So they're in, but, I mean, they could finish as low as, like, 13 mm. or something like that. And, I mean, can you imagine being, like, a four-seed? Imagine if you're, like, a Hopkinton and you're the four-seed and you have Coney <laughs> coming into you in the first round. And you're like, oh, what the terrible. hell?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's Yeah, that's nuts. I'll, uh, I'll take Campbell as well, peeking at the right time maybe. All right,
1: Sauce is gonna be mad at both of us. Uh, Cole Brown, Northwood, they continue to call it that. At home against Milford, uh, I will go with the Milford Spartans. No. Dan Murray was texting me, their coach. He says we're we're coming together. Coming together, Pepper. Um, so I'm gonna go with uh Milford in that one. That's a good movie reference. I just threw Listen, at you I don't think you got it.
0: No, I got it. You just got, you have to say it correctly. You have to say, Starting to come together, Pepper. Starting to come well, together. God. You have to use the voice. Come on. Well,
1: I feel like I just threw you
0: a 72-mile-per-hour fastball down the middle of the play. I will will go with the Bears, winners of two straight. They're at home. The the band's playing taking care of business, Dave, as they have for the past 25 years. (laughs) They They did add a Bruno Mars song, though, so I can't complain too much.
1: I love the Co-Brown band. When brown I don't think they're getting there this year. When Cole brown gets the UNH, they're awesome, aren't they? With
0: their students oh, yeah. in the band and everything. I went over, when we did the uh, the Spalding Girls brown game this year. I went over to the band director. I'm like, uh, I'm like, hey, can I make requests? And he's like, there, I think there's like six kids in the band this year. They're just it's going through cycles. Uh, and he's like, with this band, no, not this year. Sorry, get out of here. No,
1: yeah, <laughs> no, no. They don't know any fish songs. That's right.
0: What uh... fish? Take that back immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm
1: going to go to Seafest this summer with my sister. Uh, I'm uh, sorry. That's a whole the podcast. <laughs> Conquered at home against Yomar. Kind of reeling? Spalding Red Raiders. Is Spalding kind of struggling a little bit right now? Concord's well, reeling a little bit too. Are,
0: are, are they struggling? They've lost uh, six in a row, Dave, including one to Trinity. I'd say that's struggling. Yeah, they're struggling. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm gonna take Spaulding because uh, I am I'm uh, born spalding bred. When the time is right, I'll be spalding dead, Dave Haley. But it, it, they, they 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 got to figure out a way to score points. That's uh, generally uh, it's tough to win a basketball game without scoring points, Dave Haley. I don't know if yeah. you knew that. That's that's called analysis.
1: I'm gonna go with uh, Concord again. Riling Cannabano uh, named to uh, our senior team, so uh completely some point guard for us. So I'll, I'll take Concord in in that one. Dairy Field at home against portsmouth christian this is a big game for portsmouth christian He's trying to get two home games in the playoff a top four seed i'll go with pca uh derek summers and company on the road at dairy fields
0: yeah pca they've ripped off uh six straight and uh i'm gonna say they're gonna make it seven straight here and uh, yeah could be yeah. it could be a, a top four seed epping with a tough loss last night the Farmington tigers went into epping <laughs> last night and beat them I t- I talked to both of these coaches last night, um, on, on the same text and uh, uh Nick Fassette said that's the- that's just Thurston magic right there. And uh Adam Thurston said, You know, we tried every way we could to blow it. We were up seven with twenty seconds ago and I still wasn't uh convinced we were gonna win. So that was
1: <laughs> I can't believe we didn't get the Undertaker uh the one you used for Pinkerton in football this year, the Undertaker uh <laughs> video of uh Farmington. Farmington's what Farmington's
0: not dead. Oh, no. My God. It's like Farmington's music Fuck
1: gone. <laughs> don't let us get in. That's Give me right. a Joel Shack don't let us get in for Farmington.
0: You know, if we get hot and we get the right matchup, don't <laughs> do look. You don't want to see the Tigers coming to town. Just ask your father.
1: Yeah, they bring Mike Lee into the gym, and that gives them 10 points right there. And they want three so. of their last
0: five, Farmington. Don't sleep on him. You're sleeping on so him, Dave. Don't sleep on him.
1: All right, so Epping's playing at home against the Hinsdale Pacers. My man Carl Anderson and Dylan Harden. I'll go with Epping at home, but my heart is with Hinsdale. But I'll, I'll, go,
0: oh, with I'll go with Epping. Listen to you. Your heart is not with uh, is not Nick Fissette, I'll go with Epping as well. Okay. I mean, I'll go with Epping uh, over Hinsdale.
1: Uh, Keen goes on the road to play a very ornery and angry Exeter Bluehawks team in Exeter with uh, the voice of God, Sherm Chester. At midcourt, uh, I like Keen a lot as a team, but I I like Exeter to bounce back, and uh, and I think they match up pretty well with Keen.
0: Yeah, this is not what Keen wanted to see. Was Exeter yeah. coming off the loss for the first time since uh, since what twenty eighteen? Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. So uh, yeah, uh, uh, thoughts and prayers to Keen. I'll take uh, Exeter especially at home. If it wasn't Keen, maybe I'll give him a I'd give him a puncher's chance. They still have a puncher's chance, but I'll take Exeter. Yeah.
1: Our our good friend Mike Lynch over at Dover texted me last night. He's like, "Oh, great, Alvin beats Exeter, and we get to play them next when they're just sky high with confidence in the <laughs> No, B's. no, it's this awesome. is when you want them.
0: They'll be coming. To, they'll be uh, two. You know, they'll have emptied the passion bucket against Exeter. Now they got nothing left. Mike Lynch, <laughs> come on.
1: Liam O'Neill's going to be dunking in warmups. We will be able to stop it. <laughs> <sighs> it's going to be all messy coasting. Uh, fall Mountain at home against Newport. Let's spend twenty on minutes on this one. I'll go Fall Mountain. I wrote today about nothing else the fine people of Newport, but um, the fact that Sunapee gets extra points in D four for beating Newport twice, who's one mm-hmm. in twelve this season, is utterly ridiculous. Shout out to Spencer Coronis and Coronis Market out there in Newport. They bought, uh, they made uh, grinders for Allison, Joel Johnston, our videographer, and myself out at Kearsarge last week, and they were absolutely outstanding grinders. So, thank you. I met Spencer's father, very nice man. Really. Them. So there you go. As for the game, I, I don't think Newport's gonna win, but fantastic uh grind at Corona's market.
0: Spencer Corona's future uh Division One coach of the year, I'm gonna predict. He'll uh at some point or, or division two II or three. He seems like a lower division guy, like he like his heart would be there. But uh all that being said, I'll go with uh Fall Mountain.
1: Yeah, I think he's doing football games for us next year. We're talking about it. So I think he's gonna do some games. Um Hanover at home against Kennett. Kenneth's schedule has gotten tougher and things have gotten tougher on them. Hanover lost their first game to uh Colette and, and Haas Klein last Friday night. I'll go uh Hanover in this one.
0: I'll go with the the Marauders, Haley. I'll go with the, uh, the Marauders. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Matt Regan showed up randomly. It's about time to showed up for the podcast. I just talked to him this week. Yeah. He <laughs> told me the roster for the seniors.
1: <laughs> <laughs> take it a hang oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where are his fifth graders that he told us about like five years. Yeah, ago? where are those where kids? Where are they?
0: They're all at PG, right? <laughs> that's
1: that's what they are. I think the play was shy Odom and LeBron's <laughs> son out in L.A. Yeah, uh, they had to get out of New Hampshire. Sure. It wasn't it wasn't enough competition. Hollis Brookline at home against Kearsarge. was making their their usual little push. That was a big win over Oyster River. Um, and they were really fun in the interview. A really fun group over there. Ben Carl and Brady Gosana and all those guys. Kearsarge. They were. They were great. I'll go hawks Brookline at home, but I think both of these teams have a good chance to get to the quarterfinals uh, when the tournament comes around.
0: Yeah, the uh, if they're going to start their kick, it's going to it's going to have to be soon. Uh, they lost a tough one at Convale, hung around with them, but uh, ultimately lost. So you know what? This is this is uh, this is Nate Kearsar's time. The end of February, beginning of March. That's uh, that's that's Nate Camp territory. That's that's what I'm going. Right. That's what I'm going to term that. So uh, I'll take the Cougars.
1: Uh, Guilford goes on the road to Hopkinson it's Kevin Newton Delgado versus Adrian Saravo in the post uh I don't need to tell you who I'm picking to win this game but uh, this should be a good one division three who do you think is gonna win
0: uh I'm not sure if you know this Dave but Hopkinson is small school in division three just uh I just heard le- that. letting you know um I'm gonna go with your Guilford Golden Eagles how about that yeah I love that Hopkinson gym, though. They, even the, they, they put oh, the, like, yeah. the nest stuff around that little crow's nest yeah. you got to broadcast from. It's, that gym's great.
1: Jen and I did the first-round game against Belmont up there last year, and I think it was like 100 degrees, but it was still like yep. – it's a really fun like crow's nest to call the game. and uh, Yeah, it's a good little spot over there. Uh, Londonderry at home against Manchester Memorial. Memorial your, your golf partner, Danny Bryson, is starting to come on now. Went two in a row. At Memorial, uh, they got a big win over Merrimack, and they beat Pinkerton before that. Londonderry—it's just been just been a battle for this team, which is really surprising. I I had them very high in the preseason. They they're kind of the one team that I was very high on. It just it just hasn't happened for a myriad of reasons I won't get into. But um, I'll go I'll go. Mm-hmm. I'll go Memorial on the road. Yeah, I'll go, that's Memorial. Right.
0: I'll go Damn right you will. My, my, my golf partner, Danny Bryson, uh, until we have our argument on the 14th uh, tee, as we do every year, and start screaming about what's better, Seacoast or, or Manchester. But then we reconcile by the time we get to the green. Uh, yeah, I'll take Memorial there. <laughs> yeah.
1: So this is the game I'm going to, Messenic. At home against St. Thomas, uh, I'll be out there with Austin Grass. I'm looking for it. it's my first game I've covered at Messenic. I've been out there to the high school a million times, but I've never covered a game. Pete always does it for us. Uh, Jen and Lance were there last night doing a girls' game. I like Messenic at home. And uh, when I told Sammy Stoffenker, he was on the senior team, he said, "Make sure you bring my Buffalo Wild Wings card." So yeah, I got to bring him wow. a gift card too because he he did. We so real quick on the on the shirts for those. Everyone's getting the shirts, but. The funny thing happened with our goal, uh, all of our players' locker room getting any sports-based shirts. All the BG kids, like five or six of them, and all the Guilford kids, like five or six of them, signed up for the locker room, which is great. They all were like 6'4", so they all were like XL and XXL. <laughs> they sold this, us. Out. And then I gave one to Carter Vedrani, too, from... And Next thing I knew, like we're out of XL shirts, so I have to buy new shirts because I so you you just
0: blame four different high schools for you not ordering enough shirts, is what I heard. I'm getting more that's what I heard. (laughs) (laughs) Throwing kids under the bus, listen to you.
1: (laughs) Sean Murphy said if they're down more than four after the first quarter, he'll fire an assistant at the the start of the
0: second. Oh, god, he's he's, he's, he is such a taskmaster. I mean he can't keep assistant coaches around. It's ridiculous. Just to shake it up. Just Na- to shake it up. Name me a St. Thomas assistant coach. Go ahead. I'll wait. Yeah. See? <laughs> I'll, I'll take St. Thomas. I'm rolling my boy Sean Murphy.
1: Oh boy. Okay. Uh Mascoma at home against Interlakes, Ben Siler and Company. I like uh I like Mascoma in this one. Another thing we may be doing is bringing some sophomores. Um into practice with the select teams, and Ben Siler is one of those kids that we may have come down and see if he can practice. I think it would be good for them to kind of get in there as a sophomore, practice against the guys, and then uh, maybe be a member of the team next year. So there you go. That's breaking if, news for you.
0: If you need an extra sophomore, uh, and if they somehow change the rules so that the ball weighs 15 pounds, I, I have a sophomore in my house, Cameron McKay. We're so not going to just...
1: roll him mean, against BABC, No? No.
0: No. He's got five fouls to give up, and like I said, if you change the rules, you make a bowling ball <laughs> to basketball, he's he's skilled. We'll consider highly it, thank stu- <laughs> you.
1: I'm going to touch base with Lauren Lucas and Rob Fox, we're going to get back to you. Uh, actually, this is the Deep. We'll, we'll get back to you on the classroom.
0: I got you. Why is my kid not picked? Okay. So, okay.
1: Uh, Merrimack at home against Pankernan. I'll be brief. Merrimack, um, <laughs> you know, still looking to, to finish top five, and that was a, a loss to Keene that... I think uh, you know, got away from them. It was a great win for Keane. Uh, but I, I like Merrimack over Penkin. Penckin is a struggle lane this year. Yeah. It's just it's weird to see.
0: I will it's weird to see. I will take uh the Tomahawks as well.
1: Uh here's an interesting one. Do you like Moultonborough at home over Luton? Explain why. Go ahead.
0: Uh well I've had a lot of head injuries and uh, somehow it seems <laughs> like the right decision. Is That that's the I answer mean- you were looking for? <laughs> I'm going to go with Littleton, and
1: I'm going to go with every kid on the Littleton team to get playing time. So if you're a parent, get over there. Your kid's getting in the
0: game. mundo, Yes.
1: Yeah. Uh, Nashua North at home against Ooh.
0: That's, that's a good one. one. Yeah,
1: that's, that's a good. really good one. If
0: I wasn't doing Dartmouth hockey, I might wander down to that one. But uh, of course I'm going to take Winniconnette, my friend Jay McKenna. Come yeah. on now. All the I'm gonna go
1: Nashville North at home, but that's a really good basketball game. It's a the, really good game, Winnakona at, at North.
0: All the games they've lost, Winnakuna, has been like by one possession, I think, right? Or except for well, except for Ports opening, night. Got, yeah.
1: got, Ports yeah. opening night. Yeah, you have crushed them on opening night since that.
0: Lost by four to Merrimack, then three at Keene, two to Exeter. So uh, uh,
1: Jay may be the coach of the year in, in division
0: one. That and we we thought that team was maybe a year away, right? I can see them getting yeah. to Durham.
1: Yeah, I think I had them eight or nine yeah. in the preseason, and they, they've been they've been much better than that. Um, oh, this is a tough one. P, I'm going with Nashville North in that game. Sonopi at, at Newt.
0: Our Newt Rams. Newt Rams.
1: Yes. I saw him, Tom Bordeaux, the head coach from Newt, who does listen to our podcast and does think you and I are absolutely positively out of our minds. <laughs> but I saw him at the, at the Portsmouth game the other night, because he used to coach the freshman at Portsmouth. Yeah. Um, I am gonna. I could go Newt just to like be funny, but I'm gonna go Fe on the
0: road. I don't think you understand the concept of adopting a team. I know I, it's like. Would you Would you pick against Allison Haley? Your idea of adopting, like, it, thank God they're not
1: real dogs or, or kittens or something <laughs> like that. They would be out in the yard, you know, trying to fend for their own. Oh team. So no, like, that's all you adopt and that's they totally quickly th- move on. If
0: they pee on the floor a few times, yeah, you 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 take them back to the shelter. But no, when they're being a good boy, you pick them, and I'll take Newt. They're being a good boy.
1: You remind me of my daughter when she eats like scallops or something, and she loves it. And then the next time I'm like, "Hey, you want scallops?" She's like, "I don't like them." I'm like, "No, no, you do." She's like, "No, <laughs> I don't." I'm like, "Okay, I saw you eat ten of them, but okay." Uh, profile at home against Woodsville. It's been a weird year for Woodsville. Their best win of the seasons, is Colbrook, which is hmm. the ninth seed. Um, it's been a weird year for Woodsville. Um, I'm gonna guess they beat. Go with-
0: I'm gonna guess they beat Gorham last night, right? It's not up on the uh, on the page there, but. Uh...
1: I don't think I've gotten the score yet, but yeah. I, I, I think you would assume they did. But um, you know, Jamie Walker's is a really good coach. It's just it, it's going to be the matchups they get in the tournament. It'll be interesting yeah. to see where they go and who they play. But I like them definitely to win a profile.
0: Yeah, same here. Absolutely, absolutely. And five
1: o'clock tip. It says.
0: Well, they probably uh, girls boys doubleheader, and they make the boys go first as uh, as yeah. as happens now and then. Equality. It's twenty twenty.
1: As it should. As it should. Um, so we're getting to the end. Uh, Sanborn at home against Oyster River. I'll go uh, – Sanborn's dangerous, but I'll go Oyster River. They got a big win um, over Kimberlane earlier in the week. Um, yeah, I'll go Joe jo Morrell and, uh, and company. It was fun covering them last Friday night over Kearsis. It was a really good game.
0: Yeah, Oyster River all the way. Let's go. Come on. Here be- yep. Stevens at home. Too bad it wasn't
1: Steven. At home versus John Stark. <laughs> then we could really, really rough. They would play to,
0: to eleven, right? Well, you know what? Here we can still do it. I had a buddy in high school whose name was Stacy Stevens, and he hated that his name was Stacy because he would get sent yeah. like feminine products in the mail and stuff like that. And so he would only yeah. go by Stevens. He's like, it's just Stevens. So I'll pretend it's that guy who's now forty and uh, probably not in that great of shape against John Stark, who was a general, Dave Haley. And, and, yeah. and John, when you ask John Stark to play against five different people, that's that's absurd. That's taking liberties. However, when you, John Stark, one on one against a 40 year old guy, I'm taking John Stark. He's going to get to it. You know what? Probably going to skunk Stevens 11 nothing. Stevens was never a good basketball I completely player, really. Yeah.
1: Yeah, John Stark has Christian Barr behind him rooting him on. So I'm going to go with that and Christian Barr in a big way. I think Christian Barr goes to 30 in that one. Dude. So it's my. That's your side bet. that's your – Now that, that gambling's legal now. I, I don't know um, where this
0: Christian Barr is. All I know is John Stark's a one man team. He's gonna beat the other right. one man team. That's I don't know what He's you're a talking
1: consultant. about. <laughs> Christian Barr is a consultant. <laughs> uh White Mountains uh is at home. Two more games. White Mountains is at home against Winnesquam. This is a really good game. Um I'll go Winnesquam, but boy, I mean I mean, that's a tough game. I mean, that's I'll, a that's a fifty fifty game. I'll yeah. go Winnesquam, but
0: I'll, I'll take White Mountains only because they're at home.
1: Yeah, that's not. Yeah, White Mountains is top up there. My curse does a really good job. Uh, and last game, Wilton lineborough is at home against Pittsfield. I will go with the Panthers, who I do predict will get to Plymouth State. I think they'll be that fourth Final Four team in Division Four.
0: Yeah, it's hard to take, uh, pick against uh, Pittsfield. I had a couple of hiccups at PCA at Newmarket; those can be excused. Uh, but yeah, I will. I'll. I'll take them uh, to go on the road and, and win this one.
1: Okay. So that's it. That's the, uh, that's the slate of games right there.
0: Limited schedule, huh, uh, this uh, this Friday?
1: Yeah, we're starting to get down to it. That's why I just did bracketology in D3, D4. I mean, I broke down everybody last week. We did the midseason the week before that. So we've got all the analysis we need. It's time to kind of say, all right, where are people playing? What are the matchups going to be? So when that starts, our, our plan is to do, we'll do this podcast next week, but then we're doing a uh, – a Bracketology show uh, hopefully next Friday, right? Are we still doing that? Friday With or Saturday. Mike Raffaver and Sam Natty? Yeah, either
0: Friday or Saturday, whichever ends up working out. So, uh, so yeah, okay. so just uh, let me know what the deal is. And, oh, I got one more, uh, one more pick for you, Dave Haley. On uh, Saturday at 10 a.m. in Raymond, the Team Bowling State Championships get underway. Your six-seeded Spalding High Red Raiders will take on the three-seed Goffstown. In the uh, quarterfinals, the seven through ten seeds play in the opening round there. So, uh, but the six three matchup is set. Spalding and Goffstown. Who you got? You know, my our season,
1: Candia girls ended in the championship last Sunday, which I'm still not prepared to talk about online. <laughs> I'm definitely talking about it behind the scenes. <laughs> Trust me. You know who you are. Um, I
0: don't have anything going on Saturday morning. Just come on down. Come take a look. Right. That's what I'm saying. I think I would like to be there for that. It's a lot, yeah. It's uh, it's more rowdy than you might think. It's a lot of fun. So, uh, and, and, uh, all right, yeah. Best of, best of seven. So, best of seven games in the Baker format, which I'll explain to you when you get there. But, uh, you Is know,
1: Jennifer chick Ruth listening? Does <laughs> she bring down the camera? We'll I, entertain Avery. We can have Avery, you know, like in between us, and we could be calling bowling.
0: Listen, I don't know if I'm emotional in a state championship tournament. I mean, imagine if the entire D four tournament was played at the State in one day. That's what it's like, Dave Haley. Oh,
1: that would be so much fun for me. I would yeah. explode. I would so, love it.
0: So it's uh, I don't know if emotionally if I could handle doing uh, commentary on that. With, with your own kid, as you well know, in the championship, your own kid out there. It's a it's a different ball game, right? So uh,
1: actually, I yelled at my kid for not boxing out in a championship game last Sunday so there you go that's <laughs> why well, so, you were the coach it's a little different you were the coach so that's your job I, exactly it's my job and then, and then we watched the uh, the video highlights and I said I'm just going to warn you of something the NFL players said a long time ago film don't lie get ready for this episode <laughs> See Allison, where you're just standing there watching the – Yep. See, we see that girl just catch the ball and then lay it up, and Uh, just stand there the entire time, like you're waiting for your Uber to show up. She could have played. There you go.
0: Could have played for Spalding in last year's playoff against Portsmouth, huh? That's that's my sweetie. (laughs) I still love her, but.
1: Anyway, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm dead serious. I, I I will probably be there for that one, whether we have I, cameras or not. I'll probably come down.
0: All right, so the uh, yeah, so ten o'clock is when it gets going. I don't think uh, Spalding will bowl till about 45 because the opening round has to happen first. But uh, all right, but yeah, come on down, Let's check it do out. It. It's a good time. And you're all right. and you're taking Spalding over down right?
1: Yeah, from We tell, tell know, you, Pete, Pete will show up to, to tell you
0: Gossdown. something right now. Pete Terrier, you better not show your face at, at Strikers East and Raymond. Cause I, i I'm not messing around Saturday. I'm out for blood, and so are the I Red really A bunch of times, I've driven
1: through there. That's where we played our championship. I, I hope there's no hometown officials in bowling. I hope it's simply like what happened. <laughs> but uh, I've never seen a bowling alley this. So I got to find this place. But thank you to uh, Steve Pouliot again, photography. Who's going to send me uh, an email after this podcast saying, Never associate my name with you two morons ever <laughs> again. But. But check out his deals. He really does a terrific job. of Senior photos, anything you any need, prom pictures, all that good stuff. He's, he's really terrific. He's been doing some uh, pictures of games as well that I've been using there. They're really good. So thank you, Steve.
0: All right. on. All right. So uh, there you have it. And we'll, uh, we'll be back next week. And until then, we will see you at the games.